Hey folks, Stephanie here. Ben is still getting over being sick this week and is not able to record tonight, so he's forcing me to record this script. I, Stephanie, recently did an episode of the Casual Shooters podcast about the Carolina Classic with myself and John Royer. Ben says, in lieu of a podcast this week, you should go listen to that. Here's a snippet. In the meantime, have a good week, and we'll talk to you next time. So how far out, John, did you start laying out the stages? Uh, that would have been hmm, I mean, as soon as I started getting stages back from the match directors, I started laying them out. So nine months, say, yeah, that eight, nine month range somewhere in there. And then just putting them on the ground the week prior, the week of the, the shoot. Uh, yeah. So our setup day was on Thursday. We got it done in a day. In one day. Mm-hmm. Uh, how many people did you have? What did you do? Go to the local prison? <laughs> I <laughs> actually there is a local prison, so I'm not going to give out all my secrets. <laughs> yeah. I think you had twelve uh, bill people. This luckily, year. yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Luckily, I I suckered some people into coming out and helping. When you have an ammo company and some of those people come and help, there's kind of a eh, type deal. A way to entice them? So, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah we, I or, mean, or bribe. So yeah, I mean. the, the bribe, yeah. There was no blackmail, <laughs> I promise. Uh, so luckily, some of the people that help set up are our normal Rowan club match people. So they, you know, they know the deal. They know we're, they know how... Because our range, we have to have, we have to be careful with the shotgun field and the long range behind our pistol base, just the way steel falls. So we don't want it splashing, getting into them. So you know, kind of have just some little range rules we have to deal with, and those guys know that. So um, yeah, we just had a great, we had a kick-ass setup crew. I mean, that's really all there was to it. Well, and I, I was just at the Virginia State match, and they start setting up the Monday prior to the weekend to get it all set up and, and done. I know I helped them. Was it 2019? Might've been 2019. Uh, and one of the days it was like, uh, uh literally a hundred degrees. The beginning of October it was crazy. Ooh. Um, yeah, it was nuts hot that week. Oof. How many people set up their match like that match? At that, I mean, I've only seen maybe a handful, and when I say a handful, you know, maybe five at, wow. at most at a time. Yeah, we would have to do, you know, there'd be like two or three, um, two or three stages getting set up would be a, a good day. You know, four would be a really good day. So I, I think I think Dave Ankeny did most of them this time. I could be wrong, but. I think he he did most of the the setup of them throughout the week. So, wow. Uh, last year we did a we started Wednesday. We did a Wednesday and Thursday, half a day Thursday, but that was too much. Like it was just too many days for on the range for what we needed. So we we backed it up to just one day. <laughs> Holy cow! Wait a minute now. You, got <laughs> now you say that? Yeah, I know that makes it sound like such sissies. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, yeah, oh, that, that's that. too much time. That's too, no, yeah. we got to cram it more. I know, in one I'm day. so, so pretty. Sorry, I might get 
I know, my gets split. <laughs> well, I think that was one of the lessons learned, though, because we went last year was the first year we did the embedded RO, where we have some staff that work in alternative schedule and they work as staff on staff day running like timer and tablet. And so we were trying to accommodate some folks that are regulars at Rowan. And so we did set up Wednesday, set up Thursday morning. And was like, I think it was like one squad that you guys were on shot through all day, like, or all afternoon Thursday. But it was, we were rushing in the morning to like with the RM there to make sure the stages were cleared. The folks who shot in the afternoon that day too, kind of got a raw deal because they're exhausted from setting up in the morning and then they're kind of rushing through the stages to shoot. So it was like, it was a neat experiment, but it was one of those like lessons learned where it was like, it just wasn't fair to, to those folks that had to shoot that day. Looks good on paper type of a thing. Yeah. Yep. Well, and that's what I was going to say. I mean, if you're setting all the stages up in one day and where in the world do you find time at the end of the day for the range master to come in and check everything? So you got to be done at like three o'clock in the afternoon, four o'clock in the afternoon to give him time to do that. Oh. Okay. He doesn't want to answer. <laughs> well, he drops off. I'll, I'll walk through that. We've actually worked with, at least in the five years I've been doing it, we've worked with really great range masters. So we've had Mike Adams for like four of the last five years He'll usually come up around lunchtime or just before, and he starts walking through stages before anything's nailed down. So, like, we've never had a build day go, and this sounds like bragging, and it is, but we have, like, the best setup crews. We never have a build day that goes past 4 p.m. Um, so the R wow. RMs are there, like, like helping check angles because they're, they're looking for safety issues primarily. Um, and then right. we'll have a few folks that are like, if the stage designer is there and they're trying to get the intention of a stage right, they'll walk through before things are nailed down. But I think this year with Gary, Gary McConnell was our RM this year and he came in and he was, he was like helping build the stage. Like he was helping point out safety issues and maybe mm. um, giving some feedback, but like he was actually helping to build the stages. I was not expecting that. So so did you guys have any um, of the stage designers available on Thursday to help with the uh, the intent of the stage? Yeah, uh, Ike was there. Uh, ben came in. You were there. Brian, Brian Wolf, me. Yeah. So, I mean, half, okay. maybe less than half of us were there. Okay. Yep. Now, how much did you guys... How much did you guys talk about the stages while they were being constructed? Um, kind of like just touching base with each other or looking at each other's stages as they were being constructed to make sure there wasn't something like overlapping targets, you know, where you can shoot through one and into uh, hit another, things like that. Was there any of that or did you guys just go, Okay, you have one to three, I have four to six, and, and everybody go and build. So what I did is I printed out I printed out the over the like the overhead view, and then on the backside page two was a supply list. So they took that and as people showed up to the range, I just grouped people together, you know, groups of two, two groups of three, and just asked them what stage they wanted to pick out. So they grabbed the stages. And they went to that bay and they roughed it in. And then as Gary came in or Ben or the original stage designer, whoever it was, they just kind of looked things over before anything got nailed or stapled. So everything was roughed in 
and then multiple eyes got set on it before nails got put down. Okay. You guys have this process down. Holy cow. That's pretty solid. <clears throat> so staff day was Friday. Um, I got there later that evening, I guess about five, five thirty, six, somewhere through there. Um, you guys were already in the building. I mean, you guys were having a party in there. Um, <laughs> so you said that you guys do your staff dinner on Friday. Now, wh what made you choose Friday over Saturday? Saturday's a long day. It's our double, it's a two match day. So we start earlier than we would on staff day and we typically go later. I think this year we went to like 6.30 people were shooting and it's just really late. I think a lot of the times people just wanna go to the hotel, um, shower. And I think it's just better, I feel like there's more camaraderie when you do it on Friday because everyone's talking about how they shot the match or the stages they liked. That was my view on it, John, I don't know about you. Yeah, I think that's well said. And, and that was gonna be my comment too, is we were eating by five o'clock. So, you know, we had three, four hours of daylight left. And yeah, Friday's kind of an, just like she said, it's kind of an easier day. Stephanie just touched on it. You guys on Saturday, so it's all staff reset, but on Saturday you have the squad Saturday morning come in and shoot the entire match in the morning. And then you have an afternoon set of squads come in they shoot the match the entire afternoon. And then on Sunday, you have bigger squads come in who shoot all day long, all the different stages all in one day. But from, I think, I, I want to say, I want to say you finished at like three or three thirty, So it still wasn't even that long of a day. Yeah. We try to finish early enough. So like we have time for breakdown. It's not dark and people can drive home that same day. Uh, staff and competitors so which which day fills up faster for you guys is it saturday or is it sunday saturday p.m oh saturday oh well that would make sense yeah you don't have to get up early and you're still done by evening yeah you get to walk stages in the morning like that one will always fill up maybe the the within like a week of opening registration <laughs> oh wow everyone wants those spots and you guys sold out this match, correct? This time? We this did. We, we always have like a portion of folks that just don't show up. They don't withdraw. They don't show right. up. And, uh, but, but we had actually sold out a few times. Like we went through a wait list a couple times, which was great. So what, what was the feedback this year on the stages? What'd you guys get back? The number one response I got like in person and on these surveys we sent out was, um, grip tape on the balance beam. I think people have seen like a lot of the videos or Duda's video where he was doing like a slide down the balance beam on stage five. But right. uh, I think we've been lucky. We haven't had any bad weather uh, the last four years we were doing this match. So this year was the first year we ever got rain on any of the days. And we've never before, like we've been prepared with things like bags, but we've actually never had to rainproof a stage. So I think that's like the big feedback for next year is, is take a look at everything on a stage, get waterproof targets is what we're going to do next year as well. And just have them ready. And hopefully we never need them, but uh, rainproofing stages. So having things like grip tape available so we can fix 
things like that before before we uh, shoot on the first day, just in case it does rain. Okay. Yeah, I think even um, if I remember correctly, John, weren't you the one who I, when I interviewed you said it was slick, so you had to be careful when you got on. Oh no no no! I know what it was. It was slick, so you chose yeah. one spot in the middle, so you only got up and got off one time. Yeah, I almost, yeah, I almost lost it just doing a walkthrough in there. So, just had to. And the thing about it was, is we were looking like uh, Thursday during setup, we were keeping an eye on the weather. And when we were done setup on Thursday, like it was only like a ten or twenty percent chance of rain, and then the longer Friday and Saturday went then the, the chances started going up and yeah, looking back, I, I would have done something different, but I mean, what, I'm not a weatherman, even the weathermen aren't weathermen. So you just got to do yeah. what you got to do and roll on with it. I mean, they're, they're only right 20% of the time. So yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And it, and it poured Sunday morning. Holy cow. That yeah. was nuts. So all the feedback was good then. Um, John, I did do a quick interview of you of the stages when you finished, even though you you weren't all uh, wanting to do the interview. Um, but now you've had time to digest everything. It's it's past. It's over. How do you feel the match went, and how do you feel the stages were for the competition out there? I would still agree with what I said. Uh, I- I, so I don't really get any criticism either way. So maybe, maybe Steph gets the brunt of, of, of my misfalls, but, um, I mean, just being a, just being a competitor and shooter, uh, I liked them. I think they, I, they represented, I guess what our matchbook was like when we first put all the matches on in practice score, I think like, that they lined up with with what everyone's vision was at least i hope it was as far as the, the match directors that this the people that submitted the stages i hope it lined was in line with what they were thinking and the shooters were happy with how everything felt on the ground and what the matchbook showed if that makes sense so your the stages on the ground matched the what you had in the matchbook for the most part <laughs> Yeah, for the most part. I mean, I think they were as close as what we could get. You know, they're not. Yeah, I'm not you're never going to be a hundred percent. So, <clears throat> correct. But it's not like Carry Optics Nationals where there were a lot of changes. <laughs> yeah, and I, I didn't want to say, but since you did, Dave. Yeah, over. In I the, know, but yeah, it, you know, <laughs> and that's. Yeah, that's just. I mean, that's just part of me being at Rowan, being a member there, knowing. Have an experience, blah blah blah. 